Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. If you're new to the show, let me tell you about the fee. If you learn anything or you enjoy this episode, then please share it with one friend. You're the best source of growth that I can possibly have, and you sharing the show is all that I ask for. One episode equals one share with a new friend. If you're a returning listener, welcome back and please don't forget to pay the fee. Over the last few years, I have seen a coordinated attack on masculinity. These attacks just haven't gone after certain traits or certain bad people, but they've gone after masculinity as a whole. These groups of people that are trying to demonize masculinity don't understand the actual meaning of it, and they don't understand how important masculinity is in our society. Let's start by defining masculinity. Being masculine doesn't mean you are inherently good or evil. What it means is that you possess a few traits, and the degree to which you have each trait varies by person. These are generalizations and not clear-cut rules, as people are not clear-cut and very wildly. So if you disagree with me, please just follow along and see where we're going in the big picture. The first trait of masculinity is boldness. To be bold is to have a lack of hesitation or fear in the face of danger. So in other words, being bold is being brave. The groups attacking masculinity would say that being bold is bad because men that are bold may go after women or weaker men and try to overpower them with their boldness. But in reality, this is just a bad person, not necessarily a bold person. The real types of people that are bold are the firefighters that bravely rush into a burning building to save a stranger or their possessions, or the police officer that stands in front of danger to protect the community and is willing to give his life to protect those he's never met. Bravery can show itself in many ways. It's not just standing in front of danger to protect others, but it also shows up in business. It's bravery that drives someone to go after a harder job that earns more money. Now, money is not the root of all evil. Money allows people to do amazing things, and it's greed that's the root of evil. But by being brave and getting a better paying job, you can not only provide a better life for your family, but you can now afford to give money back to your community and provide for others who can't provide for themselves. It's our duty as men to help as many people as we possibly can. The second trait of masculinity is strength. Again, these groups attacking masculinity would say that men would use their strength to overpower and or control women or weaker men. But physically strong men are needed to not only protect our nation and communities, but also to do the blue-collar jobs that most women don't want to do or physically wouldn't be able to do to the same degree as a strong man. I understand that there are women that are as strong and even sometimes stronger than some men, but what I'm referring to is society as a whole. Physically strong men build roads, they build buildings, they mine for minerals that we need, they farm the food that we need to eat, and much, much more. The world was built primarily by strong men. Now, strength isn't just a physical trait. There's also mental strength. Mentally strong men have created great inventions. They have rallied groups of people together to lead them to accomplish great things. And best of all, mentally strong men have raised and mentored other young strong men and women. As men, we have a responsibility to protect and provide for our families. 
This is why it is our duty to not only be physically strong, but to be physically fit. This allows us to live longer and make more of an impact in this world and also makes us more capable of defending others from danger. With this, we have a responsibility to eat well and teach nutrition to our kids. And we need to be physically active because a healthy body makes for a healthy mind. There used to be this weird notion that if you were smart, you didn't work out because that took away from your mental energy. But in reality, the opposite is true. You need to power your brain by working your body. The healthier you are, the better your brain works. Now, in addition to keeping our body active, we also need to keep our minds active. I can tell if I'm getting lazy and letting my brain kind of fade away, and it feels terrible. I just feel slow. Things don't come to me as quick. So a few ways that I like to keep my brain active is number one, this podcast. With this podcast, I have to exercise my writing ability and my communication ability. And on some episodes, I also have to do research, which exercises my mind as well. Another way is I love to listen to other informational podcasts or audiobooks. I like to read from time to time, but with my schedule, I really just don't have the time to effectively read enough to learn as much as I would like. So that's why I turn to audiobooks because they're fast and I can do it while I'm driving. The third trait that a masculine man possesses is aggression. Now I understand why aggression is seen as a bad trait, but aggression correctly channeled can be a beautiful thing. It's aggression that protected our ancestors from predators. It's aggression that drives the firefighter to kick through a door to save someone on the other side. It's aggression that drove men to hunt and provide food for their tribes. Aggression isn't just used in these, quote, necessary ways. It's also used to entertain. It's aggression that fuels all sports that we know today. As Jordan Peterson once said, a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control. Aggression has caused wars and other horrible things, but this is not aggression in the masculine sense. Aggression correctly used protects from war and murder and violence. If I were to go out and attack somebody, that would be misguided aggression and would be horrible. But if someone were to attack me or someone else and I used aggression to neutralize that threat, that would be aggression used in a good way. Boys and young men with lots of aggression who don't have a good mentor or father figure in their life to help guide them may be seen as bad kids or they may even grow up to be bad people. But the thing is, is that aggression just needs to be channeled. Use it. Put the kid in sports and let him exercise his aggression in a healthy way. A lot of people give up on the kid or are too scared to help deal with it because they see aggression as a bad thing. But it could be used to create a great football player who makes tons of money and provides for a bunch of people. Or it can create a man in the military who pursues the hardest jobs and branches of the military and becomes a great protector. It's no coincidence that as the attack on masculinity grows, the diagnosis of ADHD in kids rises. These kids just need a good path to channel their energy, and the current system is unwilling to provide that for them. The fourth and final large trait is leadership. This one really confuses me when people fight against it. The people attacking it say they don't want a toxic masculine man 
telling them what to do. But this is different from leadership. What they're describing is more of a dictatorship. A good leader doesn't try to overpower you and tell you what to do or force you to do something. They lead with you to get something done. Now, this may not be the small task at hand that you were doing, but they are working towards the same large goal as the people they are leading. A good leader is kind and patient. It takes incredible patience to lead a group of people to accomplish a goal. People are messy and we have lots of problems and it takes a good leader to deal with each person's different problems and needs and direct them to a singular desired goal. Without a good leader, no large scale project would have been completed correctly or effectively. Having patience and truly listening before responding will help solve so many problems and prevent many arguments in your life. For me, patience is hard to exercise, but when I do exercise it, I always feel so much better and normally have a much better outcome. I operate at a pretty high pace, so it's tough for me to slow down, but knowing when to speed up and slow down is coming easier and easier each day. A man should be quick to listen and slow to speak. How many times in your life have you been talking to somebody and you responded too fast and later regretted it and wish you thought about it just a little bit longer and said something different? I don't know about you, but this has happened to me a lot. Being born a male does not inherently make you a man. The title man has to be earned. This is earned by possessing these traits, and earning the title of a good man is earned by using these traits in a way that benefits those around you and the future generations. If you follow the show, you'll remember an episode I did a few weeks ago talking about the lack of ownership and responsibility that are society has grown. This is where masculinity comes into play. We as masculine men need to exercise our masculinity and raise up the younger generations and future generations. We need to be mentors and teach these generations how to be brave in the face of danger, how to be physically strong and mentally strong, how to correctly channel our aggression, and how to be a good leader. Strong men make easy times. Easy times make weak men. Weak men make hard times, and hard times make strong men. It's all a big circle. Believe it or not, we are in an easy time in life. Food is easy to come by. For the most part, the world is pretty peaceful. Information and entertainment are extremely easy to come by. Healthcare is very easy to come by. And this easy time is creating weak men. We need to praise masculinity and grow it in a responsible manner, not attack it. Are you going to sit and wait for masculine men to save you when you need it, or are you going to become one yourself? Are you going to wait until the hard times come to become a strong man, or are you going to take on the challenge, take on the opportunity, and become one now while times are easy? I understand that the traditional meanings of being masculine may not be needed in today's society, but the core traits are still very much needed. When disaster strikes like a hurricane, it takes masculinity to get the people out into safety. There's no such thing as toxic masculinity, just toxic people. Now, with all this being said, I also believe the traits of femininity are also overlooked and underappreciated by both men and women. There is a yin and a yang to everything in life. Life is all about balance. Masculinity needs femininity. I'm not going to dive deep into this in this episode, but maybe I'll do an episode in the future covering this topic. 
Thank you for downloading and thank you for listening. Let's come together as a community and help each other grow. If you disagree with me or you have something to add, please reach out to me on Instagram, Range Talk. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't forget to share this with a friend and have a great week. Later.